Welcome to She's All Over the Place. We have a brilliant episode for you today. Very heartwarming and all about mental health and self-care. A special congratulations to Decentralized Pictures. They just launched this week at the Cannes Film Festival. It's so cool. Check out their Instagram. It's Decentralized underscore Pictures. You can see um, they were on a panel, The Future of Film, with last week's guest, Jordan Bain. Decentralized Pictures just announced their very first financing award is in partnership with the Gotham Film Institute, and they're offering finishing funds for documentaries. And you can apply now. The link is in the bio on their Instagram. If you have a film that needs to be finished, they're offering $50,000. So make sure you apply and make sure you share it with friends and family who might have a project going on right now. Okay, I wanna give this really cool shout out to this artist, Brayden. I met him at San Diego NFT conference. He was there with his physical paintings. He does collages. He had one of Audrey Hepburn. I love the colors. I love the texture. He also had jewelry there. I went up to him and I just introduced myself and I'm just like pointing them out and I'm just like yeah I love your artwork super dope and I want to connect create and do collaborations together and he was open and he's like yes he has a lot of really cool projects going on he's a part of some really neat exhibitions and uh yeah check out his handle Brayden's Instagram is b-u-g-a-z-z-i art a-r-t again his Instagram is B-U-G-A-Z-Z-I-A-R-T. I I hope you like his artwork as much as I do. He's really sweet, really cool person. Decentralized Pictures, DCP, is a 5013 nonprofit organization born out of the idea that great talent and art can be discovered anywhere through blockchain technology. How cool is that? DCP creates consensus among the community of film fans and filmmakers around the stories and talent that move people most. DCP has set up the world's first democratically selected film fund and network of industry partners to support film projects that audience want to see most. As a nonprofit organization, DCP opens up the film financing world to a daring and passionate new generation of filmmakers and filmgoers, wherever they may be. DCP strives to empower the community to choose which films get made, effectively creating new keys to the filmmaking industry, which have historically been held by the gatekeepers of Hollywood. In its first pilot test, DCP provided the talented, thriving filmmaker Tiffany Lin finishing funds for her short film Poachers, which has now been featured in a variety of film festivals. Hey, beautiful. Welcome. Hello. Alessandra, Web3 NFT's boss lady. (laughs) Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, our our first of many. So I've been wanting for over six months to put this on the cart. So all the spaces are recorded and then they I edit and they'll go on the podcast. I love it. Yeah. So we'd love for you to co-host as many She All Over the Place podcast episodes with me officially. And yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Very excited. I got my water. I'm ready to go. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to get my water. (laughs) Gotta stay hydrated. Oh, yes. Yep. Definitely. I had some protein. Um, So... Uh, where are you right now? I'm just home, hanging out with the doggies, you know, got done with some sessions and some auditions. And now I'm just uh, just enjoying this moment with you. I love that. Oh, my God. That's so great. I love that. Cool. Yeah, I'm uh, upstairs. I'm just going to switch offices here. Different energy, a little more serenity, some purple and pink. 
shifting into the divine feminine. I just uh, did a submission. I'll send you the link and it's to the end of the month and it's all NFTs. You send in just a photo of um, one of your physical paintings or a piece of photography that you did or something. Mm. And there's going to be three cash prizes of $500 each for three individuals or three projects, NFT projects, even if people collab, one entry per submission. And they're going to license it to be able to use it on like international and like campaigns and stuff. So like great exposure for the artist in addition to being paid, but you own the copyright. So then you can make it an NFT and it becomes very popular and people want to like support that nft because it's about mental health then you can mm. you can make money from it so i can show you how you can do it but yeah i would love for you and steve to participate yeah a photo of him like on the guitar or something like that and he shares his like mental health journey and like being a professional like on tour things like that and he talks about mental health and life and balance and you'll see all the different things you can talk about but yeah I, yeah I'll, I'll send you the link now since i'm blabbing about it but dr um lenley if she connected us with um we heal us boom okay yeah so that's one mental health thing i'm doing uh this month yeah, this morning, um, Known Origin is uh, a marketplace. They're very sophisticated, amazing, so cool. And you need to apply when they're taking applications, right? So, to, and you have to have an invitation to be on the platform. I'm going to do more of my own research, but it's a lot for photography. So, I think I would like to like release a lot of my photography on that mm. platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they just announced their ambassadors a few months ago. And my friend Jimena, who's from Colombia, she's an, an ambassador for Known Origin. And, and Sheila Darcy, Sketch Poetic, she has the book Sketch by Sketch. She's the mental health ambassador. And she curated the event we're having right now together. We had a, a kickoff mental health awareness month. Mm -hmm. And then she had a Google Drive of all the mental health events in the space. When we were talking on the phone and then about doing like another podcast, but then like everything about NFTs and stuff, I just thought, hey, let, let's just take the train and put it on the tracks and just be in the center of the space of where the sharing and caring goes on, like how we're doing right now on spaces. Mm -hmm. And there's like so many other rooms going on and then people can find our room and come and listen and be a part here too. So this is where it happens. And I've been also, like I said, at the beginning, wanting to record all of my podcasts here and then edit it to put it on the podcast. So yeah, so instead of using, you know, I'm still going to use the platform I use, because what I was thinking was, um, although it's going to go on in Twitter spaces like this, like when I set it up, mm -hmm. the next time it'll be like, I'm in front of Zencaster, you're in front of Zencaster. So we're seeing each other and doing the podcast while it's still being recorded in Twitter spaces. But we're you and me are looking at each other on Zencaster. And it's also recording mm -hmm. on Zencaster with our quality audio. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's what I'm doing moving forward. I just think it's like really taking the energies and aligning them to be on multi-dimensional platforms for people to connect and share and just have it be more fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I've seen some people do that where it's like they're able to stream live on one place, but also at the same time record it somewhere else. Or like I saw that a lot with Clubhouse, right? People were like, oh, the video is happening here. But if you want to just listen to the audio, it's happening just on Clubhouse. So that's cool that there's endless possibilities with this sort of technology. Oh, yeah. Like you can even sing songs and do voiceovers and make music while we're like on the podcast, you know, because we'll be doing video as well. So there could be like a video YouTube version of it. 
it or just, you know, like right. that and, and the audio. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Very cool. So with that being said, um, what are some mental health things that you're doing this month for aligning? Cause I know like you're really big into mental health. Mm-hmm. What are a couple things you're doing this month to honor you? Yeah. Well, this month, along with every other month, <laughs> um, you know, making sure that I go to therapy, make my therapy appointments, um, you know, get in to talk to, to my lovely, my lovely therapist. Um, and I also practice every day some grounding, whether that's like going outside and not having any technology with me, like no phones and just kind of like being present, experiencing the outside world. Or if it's just sitting still and like trying to get connected with my body, you know, I think especially with our phones and just with how our whole world works, it's really easy to like jump out of your body and just be consumed by something outside of ourselves. But I think it's really important to get back into our bodies and kind of feel what we're feeling and notice sensations and notice things. So I've just been trying to be a little more present in my own body. So whether that's meditation or just literally sitting and being like, you know, you know, touching a part of my body and just feeling like I'm very connected with myself, things like that. Um, And then all the other things that affect mental health, at least for me, like getting enough sleep, spending time with people that I love, petting my dogs, um, listening to music, dancing, all the things that I do normally, I'm, you know, just trying to pay more attention to. Yeah, I love that, especially with the pets you know, very nurturing and um, Mm -hmm. you have your beautiful garden and that's really awesome. Oh, that's so cool. I can't wait to see you uh, in July so we can be fun to meet up and uh, yeah, it'll be awesome. It Uh, will be. But yeah, that's what I've been focusing on this month. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And then um, have you gone to the ocean at all? I have. Yeah. And now that it's going to, you know, start being warmer and warmer, um, Steve and I usually like to go once a week when it's warm, you know, if he's not on tour. And if I'm if we have the the time, we like to just because we love it so much. But our dogs are like so happy and free at the beach. They absolutely love it. So it's just like another opportunity for us to enrich our lives, but also our dogs lives, you know. It's just like one big happy family where we're at the beach. Oh, <laughs> and what are their names? Max and Daisy. And I've seen them, but I haven't met them yet. So yeah, you're gonna love them. They're so like they're White. very they're very <laughs> loving. And wait, what'd you say? White. <laughs> Yes, they're big, white, fluffy dogs. Um, like my teeth, white. <laughs> yes, they're big, fluffy, white dogs. Um, they really, I mean, animals truly are therapy um, in a way. It's actually kind of funny talking about mental health awareness. You know, it's like I didn't think about this until, you know, much later on. But when I was in college during finals week, which is, you know, historically a very stressful time in people's lives when you're like trying to wrap up the semester and you're taking all these final exams and, you know, all this stuff is happening. I remember on campus at school during finals week, they would have a bunch of puppies that they would, there was this like little area in the grass. Um, and there'd just be a d- bunch of puppies and a few people. I don't know if it was like at a, from a rescue or a shelter or whatever, but they would bring the puppies during finals week so that us stressed out college kids could go over and play with the puppies. Really? <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty amazing, you know, and it's like, I didn't think about it until after the fact, like, oh, yeah, there are like therapy animals. And even if they're not categorized and trained as therapy animals, I think animals in general have that effect on us. You know, they can 
help us feel calm. They can bring us joy. They can bring us gratitude. They can remind us to be present. You know, anytime my dogs, you know, take a big, deep breath, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm going to take a big, deep breath, too. (laughs) Like, I feel like they're good teachers. (sighs) I'm going to do that right now, too. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. They're good teachers. <sighs> I need to do that. There we go. Three. There we go. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So I'm doing new headshots this weekend. That's really cool. I did headshots and I thought they were the one. And then people critiqued them and saw it. And let's just say that was the rehearsal because the lighting <laughs> wasn't good. The background needed to be different. And we got some cool shots and they I can use them as NFTs and doodle on them and change the lighting and stuff. But for mm-hmm. headshots, I need it very, very specific. I got connected with Peter Hurley. He follows me on here. If you're not following Peter Hurley, follow him immediately. Um, He also has um, the first NFT collective uh, project. Uh, He's the first photographer. He's actually, (laughs) I Googled him like after we met and stuff. So my friend Axel is friends with him. He's like, oh, you have to meet Peter Hurley. So I came to New York after San Diego uh, NFT conference. I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, I just landed in New York. And he tells me where his... um, offices and I literally like walk to his office and it's right by where I live (laughs) and so so, it's amazing all aligned (laughs) yeah exactly and we chilled and we talked and he showed me a studio when you come I'll show you it's like so it's a kid in a candy store it's brilliant it's just like so much space and he's sponsored by Canon and B&H he sponsors them and so he has um headshot crew headshot crew it's his company and he represents he has a a headshot crew of like uh over 20,000 photographers all around the world and they learn his technique. He's the number one headshot photographer in the entertainment industry on East Coast to West Coast. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's it's incredible. Like, I know. I know. So I'm so grateful, like, you know, that my friend Axel, who's amazing, we should ping him in the room, introduced us. And so I'm in Michigan and I, I sent it to Peter and he's just like, uh, who decided on the blue background? He's like, um, like, how much did you pay for this? And he's like, um, it's too harsh for my taste. And I'm like, oh, I didn't pay a penny. He's like, good. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> He's like, oh, I wish I would have known because I have someone in Detroit who can shoot you. I'm like, I'm still here. He's like, what? And he's like, hold on. And he called up Nico. He called Nico. He called me a minute later on three-way. And he's like, okay, Nico's shooting you. Set it up. And he's doing my headshots. And he Nico can use it for his portfolio. And so now I'm going to have these legendary headshots. And Peter's nice. like, I just want to shoot you myself. And I'm like, yes, awesome. Yes, let's make that happen. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to be um, shooting uh, with Nico from Peter this Saturday. New headshots. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Now, so- how does that feel? Like, you know, we're, t- you know, obviously we're talking about our lives and we're talking about what gives us, like you said, you're feeling so grateful, right? The gratitude. Like, do you feel like it's sort of this amazing gift that you're giving back to yourself this month? Yes. All of that. In addition, honoring with you, like this space is friends that bloom. You and I are the groundwork we've done together, which we can get into and share with people along our journey, because this is the first of many of this show specifically on She's All Over the Place. Friends that bloom during Mental Health Awareness Month, I am so in deep gratitude and honoring and I can share it from a space of not egoic in a place of gratitude and abundance in a place of vulnerability and in a safe space because of you and the kinship we have built with one another and just you know, where it's like, we we're blooming, like we yeah. have to share our bloom with one mm-hmm. another and here and get into like the work and everything. 
happen. We're always in the grind in the work. So to shape shift yeah. into the bloom and just, you know, allow it to be is is really, really special. So yes, definitely. Oh, definitely. I yeah. love that. And I feel the same exact way. I'm so grateful. And yeah, you're right. I mean, it's kind of cool too, because it's like bloom, right? We're blooming, but also it's like springtime. So everything's blooming. I'm looking outside right now. There's these beautiful flowers um, that my neighbor has that have just bloomed. And yeah, it's just, this is the time of year, you know, it's like we're coming out of hibernation. And also, if you want to think about over the grand scheme of things over the past two years, people are starting to come out of their shells again, you know, Um, even though the pandemic's not over, people are, you know, starting to come out of their shells and start to live life a little bit more second quarter yeah right second hibernation second quarter we sowed our seeds the beginning of the year i'm wearing a dress right now and it's a cherry dress it has cherries all over it yeah um, cherry blossom seasons now yeah so i'm i'm blooming i'm, I'm blooming <laughs> we're blooming together and i'm so I excited because you know like the stuff we're talking about and it's awesome to share it and feel safe to share in a healthy way you know because we can get into the other stuff of you know we know what the isolation feels like we know what it's like to yearn mm-hmm. to have it to mm-hmm. want it we know what it's like to do the work to get it and so to be able to you know honor and have that with you is really really beautiful yeah i agree Thank yeah you for saying that. yeah one thousand percent so when i say the the fork in the road's and the bullet points of dominoes of one thing leading to another. It's explaining the way that it unfolds once we've done the work, you know, and mm-hmm. and and then appreciating those things. Yeah, that's yeah. what I have to say on that subject. I think I'm flushing. <laughs> I think I'm <laughs> flushing a bit. Let's definitely give some props to Steve and talk about like, you know, uh, his world tour and uh, yeah. give him a shout out. Yes, he is in, he's playing a festival tomorrow um, and then he'll be back this weekend and then which festival um it's in salt lake city dope yeah cool people who live there yeah and then this whole summer they're doing a ton of festival dates like governor's ball in new york they're doing like a big one in barcelona they're doing one in um in sweden they're they're kind of going to be all over the world um this summer doing a bunch of different festivals because you know summertime is when a lot of i mean festivals happen all year round but a lot of the festivals are happening in the summer because, you know, people can take off from work or they're not in school or that kind of thing. It's like summer. Well, I mean, if you think about it in Europe, people are off the entire summer. Basically, they take a month or more. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes two, three months. Yeah. Um, but de- definitely at least one. So are you going to go to Europe for a leg of the trip then? Um, To be determined. We'll see. But, you know, this is only the beginning for him. So I know there'll be many years where I'll be able to, you know, yeah join him on tour that's so sweet and you allow him to have his space and you have your space (laughs) you know as newlyweds and he's doing his thing and laying the ground for the first time you know understanding the cycle before like really nourishing and honoring himself as an independent person and artist and in the relationship with you to really understand it and then and then when he opens the door invites you in and brings you he can show you in the most graceful way you know like I know he's like really thoughtful in that way and so are you and it's one of the reasons why I really admire you both of you (laughs) it's funny you should say that I mean obviously I'm, I'm not gonna speak so much on his behalf because he's not talking about this but as far as, you know, we're talking about mental health awareness and it's mental health month, mental health awareness month. You know, I know for him and a lot of other musicians starting with the lockdown in 2020, it was an incredibly scary and lo- I mean, it was a scary and lonely and horrible place for every single person on this planet. But I know for musicians and having lived with one, I mean, we're both musicians, but he's a full time musician. It was like this part of him. I could see that he was just like, 
oh my gosh, like I can't do anything right now. I can't play out. I can't work. I can't go on tour. I can't do any of this, any of these things. And I saw, you know, health wise, mental health wise, it just like, it was a very lonely and sort of like this uh, kind of feeling like what's going to happen, this very much unknown. So to see him now, like on the road, thriving he's playing like seven instruments in this band i mean just seeing him like do what he loves i'm just so happy for him and i'm so proud of him you know and i'm i'm just like his number one fan in the corner you know (laughs) yeah i love that that's so sweet that's so sweet yeah so and then when he went on like a first leg of his tour let's talk about you and how that was for you (laughs) like after being getting married and Mm -hmm. then like being on your own for the very first time while he was away so well, how, what are some self-care nurturing things you got to do and discover during that time? Because I know like your friend from back home came and visited. So mm-hmm. you were by yourself, you were, but then like your family's there and then you were able to have your girlfriend stay with you. So let maybe talk about some of those things. Yeah. Well, I will say that, you know, just a very brief introduction about our relationship. We were best friends all throughout college. And, you know, we saw each other every day at school, right? And then fast forward to when I graduated from school and I moved back home to New York, we lived together with our other best friend before we were together. And so, and then when we moved and then when we actually got together we had still been living together and so first of all I've known him since 2007 and we've been living together since 2011 and so that's uh let's see 2011 to now that's 11 years that we've been living together if you could believe that that sounds insane to me but it's true and so in those 11 years I mean we basically were spending all the time together we've really maybe a week here, like I'd go somewhere, he'd go somewhere. I went on tour one year, but generally for like 11 years, we basically saw each other, you know? And so for that to all of a sudden be, he's gone for two and a half months. It was the first time in our whole relationship, you know, friendship and marriage and partnership. We were apart for more than a month. This is the first time in our entire relationship. (laughs) So it was very, very uh, interesting and sort of difficult at first, you know, because it was like, I didn't know how it was going to be. If you're spending this many years with someone, and then all of a sudden, you're just not going to see him for like two and a half months, especially on the heels of spending literally almost every moment of every day together when lockdown happened, obviously, because we had nowhere else to go and nothing else to do. So I was a little concerned. I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to be okay. Right. That's a good awareness. That's an important awareness. Yeah. And so I would say overall, my mental health during the time period he was gone was kind of up and down, if I'm being honest, you know, some days I felt like, you know what, I got this, I'm working full time, I have two dogs, you know, like I can do this, I'm I'm capable, I'm, I'm getting through, we talk, we, you know, we would talk every day, or at almost every day, if, as long as he could, you know, have some downtime to call me. So there were a lot of days where I was like, you know what, this is actually kind of nice, I have some like alone time, I can just kind of do what I want to do. And I have this beautiful house to myself. Like, so there were some days where I was like, this is great. And then there were some days where I was sad, you know, I cried. It's like, you're missing your, your, you know, you're missing your partner. You're missing your other half, the person that you kind of live day to day with. Um, so yeah, there are definitely some days that were very difficult. And I think it's, it's kind of funny because Um, I mean, you know, Steve, but for the people out there listening, my partner, my husband is the kind of person that 
isn't he's much more expressive with his music versus his words and so the times that it kind of hit me the most is when we'd be on the phone and he would start like gushing about how much he missed me and how much you know he loves me and can't wait to see me and the dogs and like those are the moments that really made me kind of break down because you know not he's not always someone to be mushy and gushy like I am. I mean, I'm always going to be mushy, gushy, kind of that person. <laughs> but so, yeah, to hear him sort of Aww. say that, yeah, that those are the moments that made me really sad and really miss him and want him to come home. But I think, you know, what I'm learning uh, with therapy right now is that as humans, we have a lot of complex emotions and we are allowed to have differing emotions at once. And we are allowed to feel contradicting things at once. And that's the biggest thing I've learned, right? So for me, it was like, I am so happy for him. I'm so proud of him. I'm like his number one fan. I'm like just over the moon that he's doing exactly what he wants to do and he's succeeding and that people are starting to see him for like the amazing talent he is. But then at the same time, I'm also allowed to feel like sad. And then I miss him and I wish he was home. And this is difficult to, you know, be married for almost five years, but have your spouse go away for like two and a half months and leave you with two, <gasps> two dogs in a house, you a know, beautiful home, by the way. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, that's what I've been learning that it's okay to have contradicting emotions and feelings. And that's the complexity of our mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Mm hmm. Definitely. So, you know, mm -hmm. that's what's been going on with me. And I think, you know, just, just like everything in life, there's different seasons. There's different seasons of your life. There's different emotions that are happening. There's, like I said, it's like a roller coaster, right? It's like some days I was great. Some days I was really sad. It just kind of depends. And I think learning to have the self-awareness of the what helps you in those moments. And so, like, you, I know you had asked, what was I doing to help take care of myself while he was gone? And, you know, I take two walks a day with the dogs and getting outside and just enjoying my neighborhood like that's something that's always been so crucial for me you know doing things for myself like going to get uh, body work done you know and you know as performers Ooh, tell us more about some body work yes as performers um mm. I'm also I'm also an athlete I'm working with a trainer on bodybuilding right now and um and personal training work. And so, you know, that plus standing all day in a booth and being very active and walking the dogs two times a day and hiking and all these things, you know, your body needs some love. And so for me, that's another thing that I do to take care of myself mentally, emotionally, physically, because it's all connected, obviously. It's all it's all the same. You're, you're all the same being, right? Physically, mentally, emotionally, even though they're different parts, they're all connected. That's Thank goodness. That yeah. <laughs> Although we feel disconnected at times, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it's good to remember that even getting body work affects not only your physical state, you know, if you're getting things released like knots and other thing, discomfort, but it affects your mental and your emotional health, you know, it's all connected. And so, yeah, that's something that's been crucial for me to see someone. I see someone twice a month and it's, it feels great to get your body worked on, you know, help, mm -hmm. help release stuck energy, stuck, uh, you know, knots, any kind of pain, discomfort. It's so helpful. And so those are things. And then of course, like I said, my meditation practice, going to therapy, all these things that I find um, are helpful to keep, you know, keep yourself as healthy as you can and journaling. Yeah. I, tell us more about journaling. Yeah. I mean, I know you and I have that similar 
uh, you know, how we started journaling at a young age. But for me, it's interesting. I started journaling in like sixth grade. So I guess I was maybe 12 or something. And I've gone through so many journals in my life. And it's interesting. I journaled almost every day until I went off to college. And then when I went off to college, so that's like six years, six years of like constant journaling. And then when I went to college, I found it very difficult to remember to write before bed or like write at any time because it's just like it's so much you're with your friends all the time and you're practicing at least for me in music school you're like practicing all the time you're going to classes next thing you know you're like going to bed at like two three in the morning and then you got to wake up at like seven to go to your 8 a.m so I sort of lost my connection to journaling I would journal every once in a while but it wasn't like a consistent practice like it had been and um it kind of turned into like photo journaling where it's like instead of having enough time to sit and journal about my days every day it's like I took my camera everywhere with me and this is before this is before smartphones so I am dating myself but that's okay because I don't really care but (laughs) I took my little digital camera with me everywhere and I took videos and I took pictures and that for me was the way that I could journal and remember college as best as possible instead of like remembering to write a bunch of pages before bed and then when I got out of college it took me a while to get back to journaling but I would say within the past few months I've been trying to make it a more daily practice again and again I say that loosely because I'm trying to get away from the all or nothing mindset which is oh, I love played, that which Do is I know pl- what I call it yeah what oh I've been really incorporating it smoothly so it's called the space in between mm, I like that yeah so Finding that subtleness of the space in between. And so uh, in Dreamland 1111 on my album, one of the songs where I write four pieces of spoken word poetry, it's called The Space in Between. I love that. It's so good because I feel like a lot of us are kind of recovering from living a life of just like, it's either all this or none. And, you know, it's not the greatest way to to survive because there's then you're you're right, you're missing everything in between. And if I may interject for a moment, or did you want to continue or no no go ahead I'm I'm excited to hear more about this okay so uh, a very pivotal moment for me I have two but um, one that includes you was I was in New York City I was living at 55th and 8th um, across from the old studio 54 with my girlfriend Jules you came over there and I stayed with her six months and I was just like putting myself together again and focusing on myself and just relaxing my, my central nervous system and like getting my life going to you know make money um, and provide for myself in a very successful way and without any distractions and she created a very safe space for me to do that and I remember I was up for the place where I'm in now the condo but I I also went through all these other hoops so a I went through all these hoops to lead me to a place that was going to get me this place that was um, in the city in a good area by Columbus Circle and but then this other opportunity came from uh, Lower East Side and without going through those hoops but it came in a different way and that was the location I wanted and that was the one I, I wanted and like it was all going through and so there wasn't a point for me to go and go through the last hoop at SAG-AFTRA you know to go through that last hoop although I already went through four and I remember being by HBO walking and being outside 
and you saying to me, just reschedule, just reschedule. Like, because there wasn't a point for me to go there and do all that work if I was going to get the other place and I didn't know for another day. So instead of it being all or nothing, Mm -hmm. which I was very all or nothing, you taught me not to be so intense. How You didn't teach me not to be so intense. You taught me how to be more gentle and graceful. You showed Mm -hmm. me another option in a way that I didn't have to be all or nothing Mm -hmm. from a safe space of, you know what, it's on a Thursday or Friday, just reschedule for next week. So I wasn't canceling it and not going. I was just, let me reschedule. And I'm putting a pause so I can breathe to see Mm -hmm. if that other thing came through or not. It did. So I didn't have to reschedule. But if it didn't, then I could have rescheduled and then went on with the other option. So the space in between for me, although on Dreamland 1111, it's music and it's poetry, the Mm -hmm. work and the what I just shared is like the tough stuff that I grew through that I went through and you were my friend there creating space so I could blossom and discover that on my own. Yeah, I do remember that. And I think it's beautiful that, you know, that moment of an idea that I had was so helpful to you. I, you know, I'm, I'm so happy about that. But I also think, yeah, it does come from a place of the all or nothing, especially what you were talking about, how you felt like, oh, you had to do everything. You know, I think a lot of that all or nothing, it, it it manifests in a way that a lot of us are just very, very hard on ourselves and we push ourselves and we try to do too many things and we don't give ourselves the proper rest or the breaks and we don't listen to what our body needs in that moment. And I know that I've had to work on that a lot. And so... I do think it comes from a place of like just wanting to do things well and wanting people to think that we're someone who is responsible and sticks by our word and all that kind of stuff. So I think it does come from a place of like being really hard on yourself. But at the same time, you know, things happen and people reschedule things all the time. You know, it's that's not a, a terrible uh, thing to do. And so I'm just I'm really happy that that was a moment that something clicked for you because... I think a lot of that sort of wording that was like given to me by my mom of like, take one thing at a time, you know, if you need to write a list, but why don't you look at the list and don't look at everything on the list that you need to do right away. She's like, why don't you like order it in the ones that need to be done today? And then maybe things that need to be done in general, but could wait. And so I think that has been really helpful for me as well. Flowers to Mrs. Levy. Flowers to Mrs. Levy. Yes. For Mental Health Awareness Month and Mother's Day. That's yep. so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so that, that's, that's been very helpful. So I'm I'm so happy that I do remember I it's like it's funny when you were telling the story, like it's like I felt like you brought me right back to that moment. It's like I could remember everything. <laughs> yes. Yes, me too. Yeah. I was outside. There was a lot of things going on and it was so intense and you were there and it was just like, it was so awesome. I had that mirror reflection in that mm-hmm. sacred bond and that kinship of when we first met. So I'll put it in the show notes below so you can hear um, the, you know, the the journey of Alexandra yeah. and myself. Yeah. And then um, one or two other uh, links of, you know, to binge Alessandra Levy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything Alessandra Levy, <laughs> um, uh, voiceover, boss, queen, producer. Um, mm. And but how about you share like some uh, the moments of like us meeting, you know, brush strokes of us initially yes. meeting in May. It was in May. Yeah. And you just so before you do real quick, the person tuning in, Alessandra wrote me last week, uh, a week and a half ago. She wrote me, you know, happy seven years. Like we met yeah. seven years ago today. And then I called her, I FaceTimed her and she was on the way to her therapist. <laughs> yep. And um, 
And we were celebrating that moment. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I was telling her about like Web3, NFTs, mental health and the things were going on and uh, inviting ob- obviously Alessandra on the show anytime. And she's like, yeah, let's do something for Mental Health Awareness Month. I'm like, cool. All right, cool. This is what we're going to do. We're going to mm-hmm. do it. And we're in Twitter spaces. And so here we are. And but all of that is the actionable steps of the thought and the flow and the processes uh, that go along and the communication Mm -hmm. back and forth and showing up for ourselves and each other. And that's how we are blooming and thriving from when we initially met seven years ago this month. Yeah, it's unbelievable to think about. I mean, I don't know about you, but where I was seven years ago and where I am today, it's like, I'm obviously still the same person, but I mean, I'm living a completely different life and it's kind of amazing. Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, I just, I just remember showing up to, I I did something very brave that year I met you. I decided to go on a meditation and yoga retreat. I basically just said yes, even though I didn't know anyone going except for the the two instructors, but I didn't know anyone going. Chloe. Yeah, I knew Chloe and I knew, um, I can see her face. Yes, Chrissy. Thank you. So I knew them because I had taken classes with them, but you know, I did something brave. I was like, I'm going to go on this trip. I know no one. And I've never been to this country. I've never been to a yoga retreat, but I'm just going to say I said yes. And I wanted to go. And so I met you and your sister at the same time. We were. I feel like it was like I was one of the last to arrive, I think. And you guys, we all were sitting at this table. And I just remember somehow we just started chatting. And then the fact that we were like both in the same industry and doing the same things, it was like an instant connection, you know, because I think a lot of the other gals on the trip, like some of them were still in like finishing up school. Some of them already were working, but they were working in different industries. So it's just like this moment that you and I instantly kind of connected on like, oh, musician and actor and, you know, producer and just it kind of was like this voiceovers. Thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was kind of fashion. Just like, <laughs> well, you're more of the fashion person than me, but you know, my fashion is comfortable and bright. That's what I'll call it. Um, I like bright colors and I like to be comfortable. <laughs> and you were in New York and I was primarily in dominant in LA at this point. Right. Yep. And I came to, um, that was May we met. And then in September, I came to New York for New York Fashion Week. And I told you, like, I'm coming for New York Fashion Week. Uh, let's meet up. And we're like, okay. And then you're like, what about Chloe? Vegan? Yes. Mm-hmm. We met up and then I approached you about masterminding and mm-hmm. what I learned from the Actors Fund through being a union member. And it's for all artists, actors, musicians, um, any talent to be a part of the Actors Fund. And there was, uh, you know, masterminding. And, and so uh, I said we can be accountability buddies and we were masterminding and we mastermind for I think three three and a half years in a row um east coast to west coast and then we took a break when I went to Europe for the summer and then we got back on and then uh then we took a break because you were primarily going to the west coast and I was going to the east coast it was so crazy how we just did this flip um (laughs) yeah it is kind of wild to think of how many places we've been and parts of our lives that we've lived while still cultivating this relationship. It's been pretty amazing. I mean, I'm, you know, this is definitely one of the relationships that I feel like I've put the most like time and effort into in a way because think about it we've had well because we've had I mean we've obviously wanted to but at the same time when you're masterminding and when you're being accountable to each other, there's responsibility there as well. You know what I mean? And so I feel like that's an amazing thing. And I and I 
would encourage anyone who's, you know, listening to this on the podcast in the future, um, <laughs> in your present moment, whenever you're listening to it, um, if you don't have someone who is sort of like accountability for you or masterminding with you, um, I it's incredibly beneficial. Yeah. Anyway, I just was saying, you know, I, it's just incredibly beneficial. And I think that it's not only improved our lives in general, but also our relationship has grown so much and so deeply over the seven years because we spent, you know, at one point it was every single week, you know, every week just checking in and setting. no matter what, no matter yeah. who was around, we just showed up when we did it. Yeah, we set goals, set intentions have ideas of where we want to go in our career, where we want to go in our personal life, just, you know, really staying yeah. accountable to each other. Even like when before the world blew up, we were like, we were doing okay meetups, like how many mm -hmm. like, uh, okay, how many coffee meetups, 15 minute meetups, yep. 45 minute meetups, how many like coffee meetups or yep. um, who can you call? How many people are you calling this week? How many calls? Okay, you want to do this? Like, like, when's the reel going to be done? Like, mm -hmm. like, when are the headshots going to be done? So we'd be like, you know, okay, this is going to happen. And then we would like, you know, check in like three weeks later, like, yo, did that happen? Like, oh, did yep. you get it done? Okay, this week, I'm going to do this. And not only for like, you know, how many calls, how many emails, like who to meet up with vitamins or smoothies or getting a massage. Say, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like personal care and yep. things of that nature. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And just, yeah. And just that was that just commitment. as important. Yeah, it's important to say like, okay, that's great that you're going to get all these things done where you could check off the list. But also, what are you going to do for yourself? <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's just as important, if not more important, because those are the sort of things that rejuvenate you so that you can get back to work <laughs> and yeah. do what you want to do, right? Because you have to be able to um, have something, have energy to pull from. And if you're burning yourself into the ground, you're not going to have any energy to do the things you want to do. Yeah. Speaking of energy, next week is a uh, VCon with uh, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk's VCon in Minneapolis. Oh. oh, I wish you could come, like just come. But there's going to be so much great energy there. I'll send you the website, the lineup and like the speakers. Oh, wow. Just... Are you going to be there? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So, yes. Oh mm. my God. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm very grateful very grateful to be invited to go. So I'm yeah. definitely going to be showing up and just following the flow of the energy and having fun and having a lot of fun because like for me, um, I've been working and doing everything with fun, but to go there and to celebrate and just like really celebrate IRL with people in a, you know, in a, in a safe mm -hmm. way, because you know, uh, from what I've been hearing, you know, in the world. So like in a very safe way, just have some fun and, and have a lot of fun. So that's what I'm going to be doing next month for energy and fun and just to dance and just, you know, connect with some people that that's like dipping myself into the ocean. That's like getting like, that a sounds great. Yeah, that's like getting like a 500 hour massage, you know? <laughs> um, I love that. I yeah. love that. It's to that the 22nd. Great. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, I'm going to Orlando for a podcast conference. And uh, I'm a speaker at a podcast conference. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's called PodFest. It's one of the largest uh, podcast oh, I've heard conferences. Of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And so they have uh, like 300 speakers and their ethos really aligns to mine. And it's like they have multiple events per year. And it's like once you're in with the family, like you're in with them. So to be a valuable asset and to like spread awareness about she's all over the place podcast you know yeah. my brand who I am what I stand for like you know I'm talking about mental health and the psychology of NFTs um at these mm. conferences so 
that's really exciting. Uh, where are you going to be for Memorial Day weekend? I am going to be here um, because Steve's family is coming to town. Beautiful. That's so nice. So it'll be nice to spend some time with family who we haven't seen since last year. Um, and so, yeah, it'll be nice and relaxing. We'll probably, you know, go to the beach and just hang out or maybe do a barbecue here. Just spend some good quality Ooh. family time together you know barbecue and then you you all work out together every week every thursday right so you can like <laughs> do in-person workouts yep ah, in-person workouts that's awesome <laughs> yeah we'll hang out maybe i can convince everyone to do some yoga you know stretch out your body feel nice and relaxed and present yeah yeah i don't know would they be open going to like a sound bath hmm i could comp- i could probably convince a few of them. <laughs> so just for you, just pivoting real quick, just for you, um, this Friday or Saturday, Shaman Durek's going to be at Rama and um, he's doing this like pre-moon meditation. The moon's in Scorpio. And so there's, mm. I'll send you the, the link, but yeah, and they have a sound bath like Saturday if you wanted to go do the sound bath for the the, the full moon in Scorpio this weekend. Whoa. It's at Rama. Yeah, they have a new location. So what is the place yeah. called? Oh, Rama. It's R-A-M-A, the Rama Institute. It's a uh, Kundalini. Oh. Oh my God. Your first two classes in your first month is free. So like you can do it in person or virtual. Oh, okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'll send you the link. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I love it. I love oh, it's it in too. Santa Monica. Cool. They changed the location though. They moved. So oh, there's somewhere look, else now. Look. Yeah. Because they, they just, no. Oh, Santa Monica. No, that's the new location. They were in Venice before on Lincoln. Uh, 21st street. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. But in like Wilshire or something? Or Santa Monica? Uh, Yeah, it's in, it's in Santa Monica, yeah. It's it's a better location than where it was before. It's where before it was a little crowded, a little congested. Cool. Um, well, that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Yeah, so your first month is free. Uh, Rama, mm-hmm. it's Kundalini. Yeah, the sound bath. Uh, that's cool. So I don't know where I'll be for Memorial Day weekend yet. I have no idea. But I will be... Uh, going to Orlando, so maybe maybe I'll pop over to Miami. Who knows? I have no idea, but I'll be in um, New York for NFT NYC, which is um, I'll be going by the 17th, mm-hmm. and I'll be there for a few weeks. But then, yeah, I mean, I would like to go somewhere hot with, like, Hawaii or even, I don't know, just somewhere hot with, like, water, you know, like, on, on mm-hmm. the sand and stuff. So, Well, um, Miami's going to be hot and by the sand, and the water is warm. So, I mean, I'm going to Orlando, but maybe since I'm there, I just take a short flight over to Miami. I don't know. I'll see what Logan's doing. He's in Palm Beach, so I don't know. Oh, works. yeah, there you go. I'll see what he's doing maybe for, for, for Memorial Day weekend. I don't know if, where he'll be. We'll find out. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, anything else about mental? Mental health and wealth and things you want to share, pay homage, things of that nature? Good question. I think I don't really have anything else to say, uh, like as far as what I'm doing, but just maybe sort of more like a wish or like a hope. I hope that more and more people feel comfortable and open to speak about mental health and their struggles um, so that it can not be so stigmatized in general and that, um, you know, people come together more and more to really just bring light to the fact that every single person at one time or another in their life is going to struggle 
struggle with mental health issues and that it's not some taboo thing where people are sick and crazy and, you know, sort of this image that some people have. And so, yeah, I guess my hope is that more and more people are open about speaking about it and opening to listen about it as well and get help because there are resources. Yeah, tons of resources. So that's great. Um, Love that. Love that. I have a, uh, a cool announcement to make to share with you of what I'm doing. Ooh. So, um, so for the month of May, I released uh, an NFT collection called Mental Health Selfie Series. And I put mm. 10, but they're uh, 10 selfie images. The first one, the cover is actually me doing Kundalini when I made a declaration and I made a moment, a declaration for myself to focus on my mental health. That was when I was in Atlanta in 2018 when I left mm. LA on a road trip. That was a moment I started a journey. And so I did these 10 NFTs and when I was writing the descriptions, it was very difficult for me for like the whole week. It was very taxing like on my physical body, my spirit because I went to such a place and also I reflected like how I'm not at that place anymore. But I remember exactly how it felt and it made me mm. feel like that. Like my energy felt like that. It was so heavy, so dark, so, so yeah. hurt. it was hurting. It like really like hurt energetically. It was like an energy that hurt and so like, it was like really difficult on me for like the rest of the week when I was off with my assistant. I was like just crying because I was like doing the voice memos like talking about it and I was just like crying and he was just there like holding space for me while I was like you know crying my guts out then over the weekend when I was meditating and stuff I decided because uh, releasing my second poetry book on the first day of summer June 21st and then I'm like oh but I'm gonna release this mental health selfie series Mm -hmm. as a book as a coffee table book so I'm I just put it together today and I'm going to release it during mental health awareness month and I'm going to make a coffee table book of those 10 images with the descriptions of my mental health selfie series through NFTs and and put it like on Amazon and everywhere and self-publish a book this month and do my second poetry book next month so I'll have three books total so I'm really proud of myself and empowering myself and applying it and not letting it have power over me and me like not only putting it on web three for transparency, but mm-hmm. also putting it on on web two too. And just like being okay with it and just like just yeah. seeing how it's separate from me. And that's not me. Those are some collective experiences that can be a ripple effect images and moments for other people. But like I've moved on from those things, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Thank you. Oh, I see it. Oh, wow. Wow. So vulnerable. Yeah. Okay. This is so vulnerable. It's really beautiful. Thank you. New, right? Yeah. Like uh, uh, a part of me, you know, that thing you feel shamed and blamed and you think that you're supposed to hide and because of that was that was told or maybe that's what you told yourself. But to be able to dismantle those beliefs that don't serve me and to be able to expose them in the way, not just intimately with stuff that you know, but like stuff that people would never care about or want to know about or want to share. And so like, those are definitely photos I would never put on Instagram or TikTok. You know, those mm-hmm. are, those are photos I would put there. Um, but I took photos in that moment to remember to remember where I was. So I know how far and low I went and how far I've come and yeah. just just to of what put me there and why without shaming and blaming, but acknowledging I felt shamed and blamed, but acknowledging like, how did I get there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's new. I mean, it's really like a new thing, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Transparency. And that's what mental health is all about. You know, being transparent, I feel and uh, shape shifting and sharing stories, all sorts of stories. So uh, yeah, first of many, I'm excited to uh, have this conversation with you. I'm excited to, um, have couples therapy um the improv web series that we produced together created together um mm-hmm. 
will be on the blockchain. We will be the very first uh, web series on the blockchain. Mila Kunitz has Cool Cats. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an animation series. There's a, a another series, uh, Rick and Morty. Um, their studio um, is uh, doing this uh, series. They just did like three or three episodes. They have a uh, voiceover talent and um, the writer follows me and I follow him um, on the Twitter. I'll, I'll send you his profile. Oh, and yeah. Um, yeah, they're so they're doing a series, but it's animated. So ours is the very first uh, human actors, uh, voiceover actors, actors, improv actors having a web series on the blockchain. So I just set yeah. up everything today and uh, we'll be scheduling them out um, starting next week. So we'll have a celebratory event and party for it and a, a press release and Woo-hoo. we'll share it with people and make it all happen. But I'm really yeah. excited to onboard you into Web3 and you have your own NFTs. Ooh, I'm excited to learn more. (laughs) Yes, definitely. You know, we just start messy and we just go with the flow and lean into it. And it's like, oh, like, wow, I'm already in motion. I'm already doing it. I'm already further along than I even knew, you know, so... That's really cool. But basically, any other, any questions or anything like that? No, I don't think so. Cool, cool. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, I think, I think we're really full. I think we're really in bloom. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's any stories or books or anything you want to share, um, otherwise we can wrap this up. I'm, I also agree with you. I feel very like rejuvenated and just excited and I have a new I have some energy for the rest of the day now. <laughs> yay, yay. There's this woman, Bethany Webster. She's definitely um, a person I want to give a shout out to for, you know, Mother's Day, Mother's Day, or Mo- I would say Mother's Day month. <laughs> Mental Health Awareness <laughs> Month. Uh, very feminine in bloom, but on Overdrive, which Alessandra told me about, uh, you can download up to 30 audiobooks per month for free through your public library and or ebooks. I love audio and Discovering the Inner Mother by Bethany Webster is on mm. Overdrive and uh, I need to re-download it. I just did because I only listened to half of it. I have to listen to the other half, but that's like a self-care loving gift I'm going to give myself for Mental Health Awareness Month to finish listening to the rest of the book. And The Mother Womb, it was very healing for me for a lot of um, my mental health stuff that I had restrictions and questions and curiosity and confusion about for mm-hmm. my whole life. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm, I'm in Detroit right now. So I, I'm with my mom there. She's downstairs. So I'm glad I get to be with my mom and dad during these times. Yeah, their anniversaries coming up. So hmm. they have two anniversaries. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to spend t- mom, you know, spending time with mom during Mother's Day and uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, especially with uh, a lot of the lessons you know for for on mother's day on sunday uh last sunday you know we were watching a church service together and you know i always commend her and glam about like my health like my my physical appearance like lotions and like treating myself my body nurturing my vessel in that way is why like took care of myself in a physical way but i also said you know i know it's not so pretty or so easy to hear but the very things of you know, the not so great things and the the hardships and, and those kind of things. I said, those things have um, helped me build character. And those things have helped me like be able to fully bloom and blossom in such ways from understanding her mother womb, and then her mother's mother womb, my, my AI, you know, and it's generational. So being able to go through that, grow through that and learn from it. It's just, you know, it's one of the biggest gifts, because I'm able to teach that and share that with with other people um so you know so it was, i think it was really she she i was the best hug like she's ever given me in my life yeah Ooh. 
See, my, my dog agrees. Yeah, totally. It was the best hug <laughs> she's ever given me in her life. Her heart was so full and open and her shoulders were back and just, it, it was very, so much wow. strength and I felt it. It was, it was wow. great. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. So hopefully this, uh, you know, chat inspired others and I'm excited for everyone to tune in and listen and um, leave Ooh. comments and subscribe and share this with other you know, friends and family members. And um, yeah, anyway, how can people get in touch with you, Alessandra? Uh, well, my website is alessandralevy.com. That's A-L-E-S-S-A-N-D-R-A-L-E-V-Y.com or Instagram, Alessandra Voice. Love all that. And it'll be in the show notes below. So that's a uh, rock and roll, rock and roll. Um, yeah. Go to chinakas.com. You can just go to the link in the show notes, but it's C-H-O-N-A-C-A-S, C-H-O-N-A-C-A-S. Uh, pick up my NFTs, my NFT merch. Uh, check out uh, you know, all the podcast episodes in the show notes below with Alessandra. And uh, we'll just tune in again. We appreciate you tuning in and being here and we honor and respect you. Shout out. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.